We're going to be reading all of chapter 19 of the book of Numbers on page 880. From the beginning of Parshat Chukat, this is the third of the special Parshiot that precede Pesach, the Shabbat, what it's called Parshat Para or Shabbat Para. Um, we're reading this, of course, um, is, is part of, of the journey towards Passover uh, in at least in the biblical period, those who were contaminated by death in some way couldn't offer up the Passover offering. They couldn't offer any offering for that matter. And the one specific incident that we have in the Torah where a, um, a dispensation was made for those who could not offer an offering was around the Pesach offering. We had something called Pesach Sheni. So, of course, on the way towards Pesach, we have to pass through the land of Chukat, of being able to be purified from death. Another way of saying that would be that in order to be free, we have to be, uh, we have to be able to, in, to integrate and, and at least work with this, this chapter. Um, one of the more profound truths about this chapter is that it is directly related, of course, to the golden calf. That there is um, a connection between the calf that was burned and then drunk, the water mixed with the ashes of that, and the paraduma, who was also burned, that is also burned, and the ashes sprinkled together with the water, with purifying water. Um, one of the, the connections we made last night was that Eric Fromm said that all idol worshiping is love of death, because idols are dead, Right? Idols are dead, so to speak. They're not alive, they're not organic, they don't move. We don't let them move. They're fixated, they're fixed. And so, to some degree, everything about the ritual that took place in the temple was about impermanence. It is the ultimate Buddhist ritual landing in the Torah. The Torah says, find a cow that has no blemishes. And that word blemish appears in an inordinate number of times in this chapter. Tamim, tamim, tam, tam, tam. We know the word tam from the Passover Seder because one of the four children, one of the four children was called a tam, an unblemished one, a pure one, an innocent one. And so the Torah says, take a cow that is tam, pure, whole. It doesn't have, it's never been worked a day in its life. Uh, a spoiled cow, right? It never worked a day in its life. And, you know, living off a trust fund, it's a perfect cow. It, it's suntanned, it is, you know, it's, it's a GQ cow, it's everything imaginable. It's mated, it's successful, it's upwardly mobile, it's what, it's a cow you would want to bring home to mom, okay? It's a cow. It's that kind of cow. And then the Torah says, okay, you know what you should do with that cow? Don't, don't do, you might think, well, worship that cow, right? If you were, right, if you, if you're Aaron or someone else, you might say, okay, let's make a cow like that. And the Torah says, no, 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 this is what you do with that cow. Burn it. Burn that cow. Burn it, and then take the residue of that impermanence, that perfection that will touch each of you. Mix it with living water taken from a flowing stream, together with blood and aliveness, and sprinkle that on someone who's come into contact with death, as if to say to them, everyone will be touched by this. Everything perfect in your life will die that, sh that could be depressing. It could lead you to melancholy. It could, you, it could lead you, if you were Sartre or Camus, to proclaim the absurdity of existence. It could lead you 
in so many directions, but mix it together with mind chayim, mix it together with living waters, living, right? Mix it together with that place. And so this always is the recipe before Pesach, because guess what's happening? In two weeks, spring. Maybe not here, <laughs> because it's been spring all winter. Thank you. But as if to say, look at how nature does it. Everything will die. The winter will die, and spring will be born. The perfect cow will die, and it will be reborn. The Israelites have sinned, but they will be reborn. Everything will be reborn. Everything has a new beginning. And so I'd like to call for this aliyah, um, for the last aliyah, Shmini or Parsha Para. This aliyah is for those of you um, who, are, who are wanting to be sprinkled with this, who are wanting to be sprinkled with this lesson of, of the paraduma, of that perfect thing that we try to hold but that can't be held, and that in some way there is a key the Torah is saying to unlock the door, uh, one of the last doors before for Pesach, before we can open into Pesach, is to be able to be sprinkled with this. So I'd like to call forward if that speaks to you. This is a Torah. Zos Torah. It's Zos Torah. This is one of the deepest teachings of the Torah is um, being able to soften around our terror of, of death. So whatever that means for you, I'm not going to say if it's a metaphor, if it's real. If it speaks to you and you'd like to be sprinkled with that, please come forward for the last Aliyah. <laughs>